0: Coleman, a New York City wife, mom, and founder of the mominthecity.com blog. Welcome to Marked as Flagged, a podcast about enjoying life as a mom in your 50s. I recently started listening to the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. On one of her episodes, she talked about a 24 for 24 list, a list of 24 things that she wanted to accomplish in 2024, both big and small. I decided that instead of setting big goals for this year, I would do the 24 for 24 instead. I am still recovering from the grief of the end of 2023, so I kind of feel like this will be an easier way to get back into the groove of things. I look forward to reviewing it at the end of the year to see what I did or didn't do and what I learned along the way. My goal setting has followed different paths over the years. In previous years, I did things such as the one thing or the 12-week year or my own 5F framework system, which are all great options. So I'm going to share all of them with you before I dive into my 24 for 24. The One Thing by Gary Keller is a great book. Overall, it encourages you to focus on one thing at a time because a priority really is one thing. We've just made it multiple things in our culture. It's very difficult for me to focus on one thing because I've always done multiple things. In college, I majored in history and sociology at Columbia. I've always worked a side gig even when I was in corporate America. So for me, when I do the one thing, I have one personal focus and one work focus. It's actually a really good and helpful practice. I recommend reading the book, The One Thing, and learning the principles in it. Another thing that I've done is to follow Brian Morin's book, The 12-Week Year. Get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months. The underlying premise of the 12 week year is Parkinson's law, which basically says that work expands to fill the time given to complete it, which is so true. I think back to when I was a college student many moons ago, there were times when I had all semester to do a paper, but I would wait a day or two before it was due before cramming to get it done. Okay, so maybe that's just me. Overall, though, people take the time that they have in order to finish something. So when people have a whole year to accomplish a thing, often they don't think about it until the last few months of the year. With the 12-week year, instead of one year, you have four 12-week periods. And on the 13th week, you rest and get ready for your next 12-week year. I love the concept of many years because if you follow it, you can focus on four things within a given calendar year. You pick your focus and then you decide on a few actions that should help move you toward that goal. And you keep score on whether or not you do the items on a weekly scorecard. Scoring what you do helps you determine if it's just a bad goal or if your execution is the problem. If you're executing well and you're not getting closer to your goal, then you need to change either your action steps or the goal. The truth is, for many people, the issue is execution. I have definitely benefited from this system in the past. And what's great is that it can be used for both personal and work goals. I helped one of my friends who owns a million dollar plus company implement this system with her employees, and it was a noticeable, positive change in their business. Clarity is definitely key, no matter what area of life you're talking about. Lastly, I have my own system, which I have used in the past. I call it the 5F framework. I've done it, and I've taught my family and friends to do it, actually, one of my friends felt a little betrayed that I didn't use the 5F framework this year because we always compare our 5Fs for the year. We, each have a, we have a big one for each area. It's okay, though. I still came up with my 24 for 24 by thinking about the 5Fs. It's just a fun little way to think about goals. My husband and sons even humor me and do the 5F framework. So the five Fs stand for the big areas of faith, fitness, family, finances, and fun. Those broad categories can be broken down even more as needed. Everybody's life is so different, so you have to do what works for your life. I actually have 12 smaller categories all together, but they don't all start with F and that's a big number. So I just talk about the overall umbrellas that they fall under. For me, faith includes my personal relationship with God, the people whom I mentor spiritually, the various ministries that my husband and I oversee at our church, and my personal outreach. Fitness covers my overall health and appearance. I always think about the oxygen mask instructions that I get when I go on an airplane. We have to put on our own oxygen mask first before we can help anyone else. And as busy women, wives, moms, and all the other roles that we play, it's important that we take care of ourselves physically, emotionally, in every way. Family includes my immediate family, my extended family, friends, and even the upkeep of my home. Since... That really is the hub of my family's life. Finances include my business and how I manage money overall. It also includes any type of financial education that helps me to be a better steward of the money that we already have. Lastly, fun is where I make sure that I include things that make me happy. It can be learning something new, cultural activities, Anything that I find enjoyable or that I simply want to do. For instance, I am a huge afternoon tea fan and have been to many of the best tea places in New York and wherever I travel. So, my cousin recently sent me a New York Times article, Pinkies Up, about tea places. And although it's not on my 24 for 24 list, I still plan on visiting a few of the tea places in New York City that are new to me in 2024. This brings me to my 24 for 24 list. It's pretty random. I'll share some of them. One is to deep clean my home four more times this year. I'm a neat person overall. I'm a minimalist. I can't stand clutter and all of those things. I do have to be deliberate about doing the deep cleaning though because I can't see little things without my glasses on and I rarely wear my glasses. So I just want to be deliberate about doing a top-to-bottom cleaning of my home at least four times this year. In the past, I've just hired someone to do the deep cleaning, but post-COVID house cleaning prices have gone crazy here in New York City, in my opinion. I'd rather just clean myself and use that money to do something extra fun that I enjoy. Or maybe the prices will go down, but right now, the last time that I checked, they were ridiculous. Another thing on my list is to have 12 or more special sisterhood girlfriend times with my friends, that's, that's important because the truth is I could be just totally fine with my husband and my two sons and my mom and dad. What, when I go visit them, I don't really need a lot of people around me, but it's so important to keep those relationships, not just in hard times, but all the time so that's why that's on my list. I also plan on exercising 24 minutes or more a day. Now the thing is once I get active it usually ends up being around 50 minutes to an hour that I work out but I set 24 as the minimum just so that I can get started you know 24 minutes because it's 2024. I want to do a couple of special getaways with my husband, Reggie. One romantic one around Valentine's Day and an educational spiritual marriage retreat. Pickleball is something that I want to play at least four times this year. We played pickleball once last year when we went away for a family vacation, and it was so much fun. We loved it. I can see why this sport is growing so quickly. So for Christmas, a family member brought us a pickleball set. So hopefully we'll be able to find a nearby court and start playing when it gets warmer here in the city. Finances is something that I want to grow in wisdom in this year. To help, I want to settle on a financial advisor, accountant, and lawyer. Although it's only January, I think that we have those people set. I don't know for sure in the next month or so. I think that by God's grace, my husband and I have done a great job up to now with our finances. We don't have any debt. We have great credit scores. We have savings and college funds for the kids, et cetera, et cetera. But now we're entering the second half of life and we need expert help to help us with a clear retirement plan and investment guidance we also need to settle on our estate plans. Reggie's dad was so great about having th- everything set up and laid out, and we want to make sure that we do the same thing for our sons in case anything happens to us. Reggie and I are also going through the Made Whole workbook. It's by Tiffany Alashey, also known as the Budget Nista. We started at the beginning of the year and up to chapter eight. I highly recommend this book because it's important to have an overall understanding of financial concepts, even if you are planning on hiring professionals to do the detailed work. So it's great. So far already, it's caused us to automate some bills, come up with our retirement savings amount, and much more. Okay. Okay. Another thing on my list is to get our family passports updated so that we can go to the Dominican Republic for a family trip this summer. We wanted to go last summer, but we decided to stay close to home because my late father-in-law's health was starting to decline. That was the best decision, but we will hopefully enjoy the trip thoroughly this year. A few of my 24 for 24 list items involve making sure that I'm all caught up on my medical visits. What prompted this is that I went to the eye doctor at the end of last year. And it wasn't until I got there that I realized I hadn't been there since seven years ago. And the thing is my eyeglass prescription was still working fine. So, I didn't see it as a problem. But the doctor said something that helped my perspective. She said, The visits aren't just about your prescription, it's also to check the health of your eyes. You have good insurance, so come. <laughs> I thought to myself, That is so true. You know, I make sure that my kids get all of their necessary visits. I have to remember that I need to take care of myself and make sure that I get all of my recommended visits, too. I mean, my eye health was fine, but you never know. I'll admit that one of the reasons why I don't go to various healthcare professional, various healthcare professionals is because I get annoyed. I'll go for one visit, and then it ends up being like five or six visits, although there aren't any major issues, so... I just feel like, are you just calling me back for the copay? I don't know. It's better safe than sorry, though. So I plan on going to visit everyone that my ZocDoc account refers in 2024. One last thing on my list is to give my husband, Reggie, the 50th birthday celebration that he wants. The focus is on what he wants because everybody likes to celebrate differently. For his 40th birthday, I threw him a big birthday party with 40 of our closest friends. We rented out a place, and it was so much fun. So much laughter. So much dancing. It was crazy. If you look at my corresponding blog post for this podcast, it's a clip of him and his friends dancing like crazy. It was so much fun. I don't think... He's at that same dancing, partying stage of life now, though. So I'll have to see what he wants. And I totally understand and respect that because my friends wanted to give me a big party for my 50th birthday. And so I ran away home to Virginia (laughs) because I did not want a surprise birthday party. I don't like big parties for myself. I like individual or small group gatherings. Work-wise, I want to publish a book and I want to completely clean up my mom in the city site. This is probably the last year and a half that I will have this particular site. Right now, my plan is to close this chapter on motherhood being my main focus once my youngest son graduates from high school next June. It has been such a gift to work around my family schedule since my kids were born and to make a living out of parenthood, which totally blows my mind. But this chapter is coming to an end. So I will probably go back to school for a graduate degree and start a new career after that. Because I definitely don't want to go back to what I did pre-mom life. And I don't want to do the whole social media blogging thing as a career either. So I will be starting a new chapter. It might be hard working for someone else after working for myself for almost two decades. But that's what I'm thinking. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't think that I would end up working for someone, but I would have to intern Do something like that to learn the industry for at least a year or two before I open my own thing. We'll see. Well, those are some of the highlights of my 24 for 24. I took the 24 items on the list and plotted them out across the months of the year. So I know what I'm planning for the first 12 weeks because I still think in that 12-week framework. Several of the 24 items are calendar year long goals though, so they'll carry over throughout the rest of the year. The 24 for 24 list was a fun, easy way for me to plan 2024. I'll admit that I didn't stop at 24 items though. What can I say? I'm one of those, my lists have list people. I did put the additional items, which includes a few lofty goals, on a separate would also like to page in my 2024 planner. So that's something to wrap up. I hope that hearing the different ways that I plan and make goals help you to come up with the process that works for you in your life. If you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, or visit my mominthecity.com website where you will find notes from this segment. Take care, and I'll see you the next time when I'll be discussing self-gifting on Marked as Flagged.